On the dark side, you can see nothing. The only true power is the power of vision. Mortal fool, you can rule the wheels I prefer only to rule my own heart. I did pick it. I did pick it. I don't know how I found it, but I think it was looking at the worst movies of all time list. And I was like, you know what? It's a movie about rollerblading. Like, how bad can it be? I think me and you are both way into, I call them shred movies. Like, movies yeah. that they're made before YouTube. And so the, the, people who made them were like oh people want to see all these tricks let's just like throw in like half a plot stir it up make a little movie but the focus of the movie is just watching people shred right and that's what i thought that this would be but i've never been so wrong <laughs> <laughs> i yeah the the rollerblade seven is a it's a very it's tricky it's i think it's tricking anybody into watching it yeah rollerblading cool everybody was loving rollerblading when this was made yeah yeah i think honestly yeah like they they were just trying to lure you in with that and there's like an excessive amount of rollerblading in like swimsuits and lingerie and stuff and so i think they're 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 hiding behind all of that to just try to trick you into watching (laughs) yeah ace level like, oh, skateboard, oh, roller skate, oh, girls in bikinis, wow. Who wouldn't want to watch this? <laughs> yeah, it's like the worst. It, honestly, I enjoy bad movies, but I did not enjoy this movie. It was so bad. <laughs> the, the, the worst was the, like, the content itself, there, there was no plot, which I think we'll get into how, how there was no script. <laughs> <laughs> but... The worst part's the editing, how they would just over and over the same shot, just yeah. repeated over and over for like, sometimes it was like six times, like yeah. his kicks. Yeah, they really like the action shots. I think they just wanted you to be like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I it's thought like, oh. it's like watching the same like Instagram video or reel over and over again. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... It's like, boom, boom. Oh, did you see how I kick him in the face? Yeah. Like, it reminded me of when I'm editing a skate video. (laughs) And I duplicate the video a couple of times so I can, like, try different, uh, like, trims on it or zooms on it. Mm -hmm. It's like he did that, but then forgot to delete all the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) It's like watching, like like, a skate video in its construction but that's like the finished product with this movie yeah i i thought 
my thought of that it was I think this is supposed to be like we're in a dream, right? And yes. it's just playing over and over in our mind because that's what our mind wants to see, but oh. it's but it's not what it what I wanted to see. So yeah. it was like a nightmare the whole time. Oh my goodness. And on top of that, I think the music adds to that. Oh my gosh, the music and no no sound besides the music. doesn't really relate to itself no if i'm remembering correctly there's like bongos and weird stuff yeah synthesized like little things which sounds actually cool but i liked the soundtrack by itself really yeah i think i think there was some like the (laughs) the banjo music was pretty good yeah That was one cool thing. They had in like their rollerblade brigade of fighters, they had one guy just playing banjo. No fighting role, just banjo and he's covered in bandages. Yes. Yeah. Well, we should probably describe what this movie is. We've talked about it enough. Yeah. In my own words, I would say, um, I don't, I can't even, I don't even know. (laughs) It's so hard to keep track of everything. Yeah. Like, I just rewatched part of it just to remember, and I didn't even realize that one of the girls is, like, his sister, because I thought that was, like, his romantic interest. Yeah. Oh. But here's what Letterboxd says. In a futuristic society, a sword-wielding roller skater fights evil ninjas, punk roller skaters, and is sent on an important rescue mission. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that is the... That's the only thing that you know is going on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was interesting that they are mixing like rollerblading and religion. Yes, I liked that. Yeah, I did like that too. It's a, it's a promising concept and it made for some of the more memorable quotes where they're like go forth and skate the path of righteousness. Yeah. No, I really connected to that. I connected to that too. That was a great line. Another one was now go forth my son and kill with glory. May the light shine bright on your blood-stained blade. That's, yeah, that's too, that's too good. That's poetry. Yeah. Um, Also, when, when, so, in this movie, there's the concept of the wheel zone, which is, like, this place where all the bandits and ninjas and punks go, and it's kind of, like, this weird mystical area. Yeah. But the the way they talk about it, they're, like, there's great trouble in the wheel zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the cool. language around the wheel zone is great. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, like, there is this interesting, like, lore, this cosmology, where I think it, it could be a good concept, but it's just executed so poorly. Like, all of the stuff about the different types of ninjas, I was like, 
if a real director someone worked with these ideas it could be cool yeah like when they're talking to the priest guy and he's like a samurai a passive a clown that's a holy trio <laughs> I was like, what does that mean i want to know actually like i'm curious yeah <laughs> yeah oh like, no that makes sense i forgot that he said that that's those were his like companions yeah yeah but like what does that mean they do the holy tree <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so the 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 script the guy who made it um some mm. some jackson yeah he donald g jackson yeah and scott shaw the main actor is also a director yeah which you can tell Yo, like <laughs> one of my one of my pet peeves is when you can really tell if a person in the movie is the person who made that movie because you've got this guy Scott Shaw, and sure he's he looks pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> His hair is the, cool. The whole yeah, he has cool like golden hair. He looks like very Legolas like, but the whole movie it's just like all these girls fawning over him, and he has like packs of like bikini women all around him. And, like, I didn't even have to look up that he made the movie. I was like, oh, this guy just made the movie. Like, yeah. I know for a fact he did. Yeah. He's just like, he's like, I'm the ultimate badass. Like, look <laughs> at me. <laughs> yeah. And the Donald G. Jackson, the other guy who made it, is the the priest mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. So, but he they, took his, he took they his made role a this in better. a way. He did. He, yeah. he was better. <laughs> anyway <laughs> what were you saying they they made this movie they call it um zen filmmaking yes did you read about that <laughs> no but i can i'm connecting the dots now it's making a lot more sense okay zen filmmaking is a type of filmmaking where there is no script <laughs> they they tell uh the actors who their characters are and then they just let them go there was no like plot nothing they just okay well that's really interesting because they came up with some very like weird lines that you probably wouldn't be able to come up with outside of that yeah <laughs> like <laughs> that's the <laughs> that there's no lines that like move the plot forward yeah like if there what... are lines there's the one guy in the wheel zone he's the villain the pharaoh guy oh yeah and he has this really weird monologue. And the whole time I was like, dude, what is happening? Where he's like, it's really crazy to me that he just invented this on the spot. Because he's like, I wrote one of them down. He says, he's talking about creating skateboards. And he's like, wheels of pleasure. I've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I can't wait till I can skate again to soar on the wings of an eagle. <laughs> Yeah, no, his the way he talked about skating is so nice. He says, <laughs> there was a time where I loved the wheels more than the wenches. <laughs> I should skate or die. <laughs> I should skate or die. Also, I think he gives this line to the main character. But uh, someone says... If only you could rule the wheel zone. And then the main, it's either him or the main character is like, 
I prefer to rule my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the main character that says that back. <laughs> like, I can't believe that they didn't come up with that line before. You think they really just said that off the cuff? I think I think the the two ma- the creators are kind of guiding it to where they, yeah, what they had planned. Yeah, yeah. It's reading about this Jackson guy is really interesting. He made a lot of really bad movies. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this is only the first one in this. It's a series. There's two other fully played seven that. movies. I heard that. And how spaced out are they? Like in years. In years, let me yeah. look it up. Are they all pretty close together? Um, I think they are. Yeah, I was just imagining, you know, getting people together and making this movie. I was like, you know what? This is kind of inspiring. Like, if people can can make a movie like this and be proud of it, like, what can what could I do with my life? Yeah, we. <laughs> you can do great things. Yeah, like if this guy can get enough people to make this like awful movie, like imagine what you can do. Imagine what you can convince people to do. It is like really inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was at the end of it, you know, uh-huh. I felt like physically ill, like not ill, but drained. Yeah. Like I felt like I had just like done something excruciating athletically and so in a way i think i think i pushed my body to the limit watching this movie and it's it's something like i don't think i would ever watch the whole thing straight again but i'm proud of myself that i was able to accomplish that feat (laughs) yeah i did it i did it more in chunks yeah but i watched the last i did the first 30 minutes in chunks and then the last hour in one go yeah and no, I felt the same way. I felt just beaten. <laughs> yeah. this, this movie beat me. Yeah. Like I really, I can't think of another movie that's done that to me. No, I kept, I kept writing down in my notes, like my blame, my brain is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> Exclamation point. Yeah. I couldn't say that I recommend anyone watching this movie unless you really just want to put yourself through a crucible. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're just looking, if you're kind of a masochist and you're like, oh, like, I've got two hours. I don't want to work out. I just want to, like, do something that, like, has no actual benefits to my to my body or mm-hmm. psyche. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be detrimental even. Yeah. Then you could watch this movie. <laughs> I I think if that's your goal this is great yeah yeah uh i actually to be honest the beginning hooked me i think as i was watching this and i told you to watch it Mm -hmm. after i watched like the first five minutes i was like oh this is gonna be good (laughs) because it has like some like very interesting like scenes where they're is this filmed in the Salt Flats, by the way? It looked a lot like the Salt Flats. I was I was thinking it's either the Salt Flats or the L.A. River. Like, yeah, okay, it probably is the L.A. River because there are some like river type scenes where it's all like drained and they're skating in it. Yeah, and that but, irrigation. Yeah. yeah, but they um they have like where they're presenting the sword and she's on rollerblades. I was like, okay, this is gonna be sick. Yeah. And he's riding his motorcycle. Yeah, and her outfit is sick. Yeah, 
it's very promising. So those first scenes, I would say, are the best. Yeah. I I was really hoping, too, that the rollerblading itself would be cool. But I think none of these people are experts at their craft. No. <laughs> Which, yep. you know, it kind of pulls you out of the movie. Because you're like, if this is a post-apocalyptic world, and, uh, you know, all these people are just booting all day, like rollerblading all day, I feel like they'd be better. Yeah. Especially the main actor, it's like he needs to be taught how to rollerblade. Yeah. And he's supposed to be this, like, legendary killer. Yeah. In the wheel zone. I think that's what separates this movie from a movie like Airborne. Because Airborne... Team Rollerblade. Yeah, the plot's pretty garbage. And then they both have rollerblading. And the rollerblading in this movie is just like watching like the neighborhood kids attempt to rollerblade for the first time in their driveway. Yeah. But you watch a movie like Airborne and you get a show. You've got team rollerblade bombing hills. It just carries the film. You don't need to care. You don't need to worry about a plot. You just have team rollerblade just jumping over cars. Yeah. Where this movie, it doesn't have that that power that is needed to carry the film, you know? No, no. They, the, the filming, some of it, I think, is done on rollerblades, too. And even, like, the guy operating the camera doesn't know how to rollerblade. Yeah, he's kind of, like, staggering. And yeah. at one point, I was going to, like, write down the minute and second. But one of the guys rollerblading, he's, like, getting, a, like, a really close-up view of his boots. And the guy, like, accidentally kicks the camera. but it's like so shaky the camera already you can barely even notice it yeah (laughs) i yeah i feel like this whole movie could have been a 30 minute short film that just like extended into an hour and a half it might actually be good if it was 30 minutes like i think it would be completely differently yeah i think i would enjoy it if it was if there weren't all the repeat shots, because that yeah. gave me like motion sickness. Yeah. Also, I was going to ask you about this. Is, from your point of view, is that guy in the movie really Elvis, or is he just like some random guy who's looking for Buddy Holly? <laughs> Dude, I have no idea who that was. Yeah, I don't know what what's it just added to like the the mysticism. Like the the like strange religious aspects. Yeah, the, it's like oh, so like they're in heaven with like dead people. I, I thought know. I thought they were in hell. Okay, yeah, the, the wheel, wheel zone's hell. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then the pharaoh must be Satan. Yes, know. he regrets his creations. Yeah, and he he was injured in a skateboarding accident. Yeah. Sounds like the devil. Yeah. Overall, big disappointment. <laughs> Huge disappointment. But I would say that this is the first movie that we've done that is true to the name. Like, when we were coming up with the idea for this podcast, it was Dusty Tapes from Beyond. And we're talking about, like, imagine going to a thrift store out in the middle of nowhere just full of all of these strange things and you go out to the the garbage bin behind the thrift store and the dumpster and you're rooting around and you see like a bunch of VHS tapes and you pull out a VHS tape and pop it in just to see the mysteries it has Mm -hmm. 
And that's exactly what this movie is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you could, I could imagine pulling this movie out of the garbage that like some random guy filmed 30 years ago. And I would be the only person to ever see this movie ever. Yeah. Like plausible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, in that aspect, you know, you remember in, we can cut this out, but remember in Montana, we were on that road trip. And... No, keep this in. This is some good story. Okay. We were on that road trip. We went to a record shop and yeah. I don't even think it was Missoula. I think it was before we got to Missoula. Yeah. And we just asked like, what were some local, like, do you have any local music? And they gave us a cassette tape. Yeah. And it was like hard. It was experimental uh, heavy metal, I think. Was, yeah. Describe what, it. Was it just the guy moaning? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that that is the best analogy of what this is. Okay, I think I still have that cassette. And uh, because Taylor was so mad. Yeah. Taylor, like, I can't believe I bought this. And he was <laughs> trying to throw it away. But it was like a cool red cassette, so I was like, "No, dude, I'll keep it." Yeah, maybe I'll have it, and if I do, then we can we can throw that in here. <laughs> if not, just throw. If it not, in. it could be forgotten. Yeah, or... for all time. Well, do you think do you think Scott Shaw would want to talk to us? <laughs> dude, if we could interview Scott Scott Shaw, dude, I, I might as well try. I'll send him an email. Okay, I would. My whole opinion of this movie would change. <laughs> i would immediately be team yeah i don't think my opinion would actually change but i'd feel bad for what i said if he was featured on podcast <laughs> scott if you're listening like i'm sorry <laughs> mr shaw if you're listening i love it <laughs> yeah yeah i actually take it all back I you're, love it. this you're is my four <laughs> yeah you guys are really good at rollerblading yeah <laughs> That, that's a good podcast right there. I and, thought it was pretty good. And with a little song. <laughs> yeah.